0: Hey there, folks. Welcome to Rock and Rally Tennis, where it's all tennis all the time. I'm James Lynn. Follow us on Twitter at Rock and Rally. That's rock underscore and underscore rally. And on Facebook at facebook.com backslash rock and rally tennis. This is podcast episode number 207. Welcome to another segment of Just One Tweak. Inspired by our fans, Just One Tweak is a segment where I share my thoughts regarding a tweak or refinement I would make to a particular player's game if I were part of that player's coaching team. So let's get started. This is Just One Tweak, segment number three, Ash Barty. You know, at first blush, it may seem a bit silly to talk about tweaking the game of a player who has already had a lot of success and is an established champion. I mean, Barty has won two Grand Slam singles titles and is currently the number one ranked player in the world. With that said, I want to be clear that my comments are from the standpoint of what can potentially enable Barty to become a dominant champion. The operative word is dominant. As we have seen, there has not been a dominant champion on the WTA for the past several years. It's been essentially a carousel of new champions week in and week out. As far as the Grand Slams are concerned, 14 different women have won the last 19 Grand Slam singles titles. The depth and parody of the WTA is certainly nice to have. However, the flip side to uh, the lack of a dominant champion is that it can be challenging for fans to get as vested uh, in any particular player because of the unpredictability, or as some would say, the lack of dependability of the top players getting through to the latter stages of a tournament. And we've seen this time and time again on the WTA since the beginning of 2017. But for the purpose of this podcast, I won't go into too much detail as to what I believe are some of the reasons for this. What I will say is that almost all of the players are essentially playing the same type of power baseline game. You know, in this era of first-strike tennis, the physicality of the players is at an all-time high. Virtually all players are hitting the ball big, or at least trying to hit bigger all the time. The downside to this, and I've talked about this in many previous podcasts, is that the tennis action we see these days is largely one-dimensional, lacking in variety and versatility. In other words, not a lot of different layers or textures uh, nor creativity when it comes to tactics and point construction. Oftentimes, the outcome of a match simply comes down to which player has a better day crushing the ball. Now, this is one of the primary reasons why Barty's two Grand Slam singles titles, the first one at the 2019 French Open and then the second one at this year's Wimbledon, have been very popular among many tennis fans. Barty has a beautiful all-court versatile game, She is comfortable playing from any part of the court, not just the baseline. She does not hesitate to take the opportunity to move in on the net and put her exceptional volley skills on display. So with all this said, what is the one tweak that I believe can help Barty become more dominant week in and week out? Simply put, she needs to add a little more variety to her backhand slice, more specifically adding a short chip. Now Barty has an excellent backhand slice, that is very reliable and nicely complements her two-handed backhand. But as solid and reliable as it is, at the end of the day, it's merely a stock slice, meaning there's not much variety. She will typically hit the slice deep, often in a neutral or defensive posture, sometimes to change the pace of the rally, and of course, as an approach shot on those occasions when it is ideal to slice and follow it to the net. Now, in my view, the gold standard when it comes to the backhand slice is Roger Federer who regularly uses a variety of backhand slices for offensive as well as for defensive purposes. Now when you consider that Barty hits her slice almost 70% of the time off of her backhand wing, well that represents a lot of opportunities to expand its use, particularly for offensive initiatives. So why would adding a short chip to her backhand arsenal be a potential difference maker? Well. Adding a short backhand chip would enable Barty to draw her opponents forward towards the net on her terms, with a shot that is much higher percentage and routine to execute than, say, a drop shot, which is much lower percentage. Now, I've talked about this in many podcasts over the past several years. You know, in this era of power tennis, many players are not that comfortable at net and routinely play from several feet behind the baseline. The reality is many of the players these days do not have well-developed net games. You know, the way the game is played today is all about the first strike, either from a big serve or ball bashing from in and around the baseline, typically with the forehand, which sadly has made the gameplay rather one-dimensional versus what it was in previous generations. You know Most of the players today have sound volleys from a technical standpoint. But as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, having a good volley is not the same as having a good net game. And you see this in a lot of the matches every week at your local park and tennis club as well as on television. With the exception of Bardi, Federer, Sissipas, and a handful of others on the WTA and ATP tours, players these days really do not have great net games. For the vast majority of players today, coming to net is almost exclusively about following in a super offensive approach shot that is practically a winner and then putting away the easy first volley. Now the challenge comes about when the player hitting that approach shot does not have an easy put away first volley. Oftentimes they'll be up at net and I hate to say this, but they'll be looking a bit out of sorts, having to rely almost solely on their reflexes and athleticism, and you can literally see it in their body language. There is often uncertainty and even a bit of anxiety when they hit that approach, knowing they're going to have to do something with that first volley, and likely going to have to hit a second or third volley to win the point. It's in these instances when a player's lack of net instincts and comfort as to what to do around the net gets exposed. I mean this is even more apparent when an opponent is drawn to net. I mean this is what Federer has done routinely for years to many opponents with his variety of backhand slices and chips. If Barty can add the short chip to her arsenal, I believe she can effectively utilize a similar tactic. Because like Federer, Barty is not a player I would consider to be among the game's quote big hitters. Can she hit the ball big when she needs to? Of course. But blasting away from all parts of the court is not the strength of her game. No one will ever mistake Barty's game for that of, say, Sabalenka's or Osaka's or Brady's or Rogers' or others. You get the idea. And last, but certainly not least, one final point about this: When I look at many of Barty's losses over the past couple of years, uh, for example, to uh, Ali, Risk, to Brady, Osaka, Sabalenka, Rogers, I mean, there is a common denominator, particularly against these big hitters. As I mentioned, Barty plays an all-court game. She can hit big enough when she needs to, but she's not really a big hitter. That is not what her game is predicated on. In these matches, it isn't that she gets overpowered by bigger hitting opponents, because, by the way, Barty is also an excellent counterpuncher and defender. But where she gets herself in trouble in these matches against big hitters is she has that tendency to get drawn into a bit of a slugging contest. She tries to hit too big or bigger than she normally would which effectively takes her out of her normal rhythm and game plan. Adding a short backhand chip to her arsenal will provide Barty with another offensive option, more importantly, an option that she can seamlessly integrate and further fortify what is already an excellent all-court game. In other words, it's not something that will require Barty to dramatically change her game or how she plays. Oftentimes, it's the little things that can make a big difference. Well, that's all for this episode, folks. Thanks for joining us at Rock and Rally Tennis. Please subscribe to our podcast at rockandrallytennis.com. I'm James Lynn. See you next time.